everyone. Welcome to episode 49 of the Unknown Comics Podcast. I'm Brandon. I'm Tanner. Chris. And uh, we've got a we've got a super short one. Um, you kind thought of. last week was short. This one's going to be even shorter because Chris and I got places to get to. What time is your movie? 8.45. 8.45. It's Spider-Man week. It's Spider-Man week. Spider-Man so week. Chris and I showing is at 8.10, and it is uh, almost 7, and we've got to go get our kids yep. before we get to our theater, yep. which is across town. Um, so, uh, so we're going to be booking it. So uh, this episode, we don't really have a lot of news, but uh, Hawkeye was a big lot of news. Unfortunately, Tanner, come on, dude. You should know by now. I was trying the to MCU watch... show gets watched by Thursday. I was trying to watch Far From Home, and we the, so the plan was to watch Far From Home and then Hawkeye. But like I said, the kids made Far From Home take like three hours. <laughs> yeah. I think it's already like a, at least a two hour. It was movie. two hours. Yeah, we had yeah. kept pausing it, like be quiet. Eventually, it ended up with go to your room, go to bed. And, yeah, yeah. And now you're taking them to the theater. Well, the, with they've less, straightened up with less sugar. Then. Well, we we had a little come to Jesus meeting last night, so uh, I was talking to Amanda. She said they're they're much better behaved this evening. Yeah, <laughs> they learned their lesson. <laughs> I put melatonin in their uh, yeah. their peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. We're we're good to go. Yeah, the, the, the drinks are spiked for the evening. <laughs> so we've already uh, we've already, we've spoiled a little bit for for uh, for for Tanner, but uh, if you haven't watched Hawkeye yet, you definitely you definitely needs to because it was. It was a good episode. Uh, a lot good episode. of stuff happened. And it's, I mean, it's the second to last episode. Yeah. Usually, second to last episodes have big reveals, and then you have the, the culmination in the last episode, uh, which I'm assuming what we're going to see is that Matt, or the Rockefeller Center fight. Right? I'm not really sure how much we're going to see from Echo in the last episode. I think since we know she has her own show coming, yeah, mm-hmm. her part after episode five, I think, is somewhat done. I I would be I would be very sad if they don't make uh make it about her and Yelena together. Yeah, I mean like, I guess. I think I think they would I think they'd do well as like a, a duo show. Yeah, I don't know. And I, then they'd be the new Now you're talking about are you talking about Yelena and and uh Kate? Kate? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think that would be cool to have those two yeah. become friends. Yeah, that would yeah. be a pretty cool thing. And then they'd just be the next generation of that pairing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um because that, like you, ha- they have a little play this episode, um, and it's it's fun, you know. But Yelena's very Yelena, yeah, the mm-hmm. whole time, you know. And then and then it turns, and yeah. she's she's serious she's, all business. She's the widow, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And uh, and so, are you, are you okay if we spoil the the beginning of the it, like yeah. it happens very first thing? No, it's, so it's okay. The basically it's a flashback to twenty eighteen. You'll still be okay with life. So so <laughs> so in timeline, this is right after the Black Widow movie. Okay. So, or at least very close. Very close. Yeah. So, Yelena and another former widow are trying to liberate other widows. Okay. So they go to a house of of one, and they have a little fight, and they spray her with the stuff. We'll come to find out. She was just doing it anyway. She, she was just she was just in a just a so mercenary. Does it does it explain like why they're having to still liberate them after the red room collapsed? Well, they've still got to do the mind control. They've got to take them off the mind control. They're starting to get the but, to do. Like, who's controlling them if? There's no they probably are still just in play. It's probably just lingering okay. programming. Yeah. yeah. Um, so whatever they were doing, they're still doing that okay. until they get told something else. Yeah. Um, but come to find out, this one wasn't. This one was a sure. mercenary yeah. at free will. Okay. Um, and uh, and so uh, they're they're kind of having a mini. She has a mini panic attack for something. It didn't. It didn't really. Spe- why she had to go in the bathroom and kind of she kind of just it's was like emotional. She may have just been missing. 
missing Natasha. Natasha. At that point. Um, she's definitely not dead at so this she, point yet. So she goes to the bathroom to kind of wash her face or whatever, and then all of a sudden she dusts. And then all of a sudden, oh. but here's what's new, she reforms. She comes right and back. And then all of a sudden you see the wallpaper change. So you're actually we finally, seeing somebody coming back right at the time that they've come back to life. We're seeing their full experience later. for the first time of somebody that blipped and came back. Okay. So we saw it a little bit with Monica Rambo. Yeah, we saw it a little bit with Monica. She, right. but she fell asleep. Yeah. And then woke up and everything was different. Okay. So this is the first time we saw somebody who was consciously seeing it. She comes back out of the bathroom and she's like, what's going on? There's this little kid. There's this man. And okay. all of a sudden she sees the other widow, but it's five years later and she's like, got a family and everything now. Okay. But and then the last thing she says is, I've got to find Natasha and let her know what happened. But we all know. Boom. Natasha. Like, and then it goes to the Marvel. Yeah. And okay. then and then it cuts. Yeah. Um. So like, I that was because like I said for the first time we saw what the blip side looked like from both sides. At the yeah, same from time. the both sides. What they mm-hmm. experienced. She's like, well, I was gone for two seconds. What was you know? weird is how she visualized the world changing. Like it it wasn't just like everything changed. Yeah. It was like the walls kind of like her brain had to take it all in. Like it just like yeah, that blurred. is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so she saw kind of the the new thing. Um, so that was pretty cool. Um. So yeah, you get you get a little interaction between Kate and Yelena. <laughs> uh, apparently, one of your Uh-oh. your well behaved kids. <laughs> uh, the movie's only an hour away. They better straighten up. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then of course the the, the big reveal um, again. Two of you kind of. If you have not watched Hawkeye yet, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Close your window because um, this is the big spoiler. Um, and I say that. People knew this was coming. I, I, mean, I think really probably both things you know are spoiled yeah. in this, right? Because yeah. it's, it's more than just one thing. A big part of it is him. Yeah. Um, so anyway, if you're if you're listening on the podcast, turn it off. Go watch the episode. If you're watching live. You can listen later. Listen later. Go watch the episode. Go watch Spider-Man. Um, so we finally got confirmation. Kingpin is coming. Yep. Um, and it is Vincent D'Onofrio. And yes. Eleanor Bishop. Is photographed with is him. bad, yeah. Like, she hired. So I wonder. She hired Yelena. I wonder if she if they are going to lean into the Madame Mask, because we kind of had Madame Mask a little bit in Agent Carter, but again, that was kind of Marvel television stuff. Yeah, they kind of pick from that stuff they like. Yeah, it kind of makes me wonder who does the other character work for. Is it? Some people are saying, okay, well, she's Kingpin's wife. Yeah. Um, uh, Vanessa. Know, or Vanessa. Whatever. Yeah, but. So everybody's like, okay, now who, well, who, where is she at? Where has she been into all yeah, this? Yeah, I think, I, I think she's, she's the one giving all the orders out. I think she's she's probably just a high-ranking officer in his kind of empire a little bit. Makes you wonder, um, does he have control of? I mean, Madam, Bishop, Bishop Security. Yeah, I mean that, or that's, the winners. The, that's the, a very kingpin type company US to have agent, in your pocket. Does yeah. he have U.S. agent under his thumb? I mean, Madam Mask was the main villain in the um, the the, the fraction run. The fraction run. I mean, and, and she may not be Madame Mask. You know, they may leave that as part of Marvel Television and Agent Carter or whatever. But as far as we can tell, the Jack Duquesne, who was swordsman, swordsman he's yeah. been completely set up to this point to be a bad guy. Mm-hmm. But he's not. Yeah. Maybe. Well, he's probably not a good guy. Yeah. But, but he's probably, never was a, he never really was a good guy or a bad yeah. guy. Yeah. He's, he's, he's probably not the bad guy that they're... He's just a guy with a sword, okay? <laughs> well, <laughs> he, he is a... Pats- Living his best life. He's a patsy. Yeah. Um, so, so we have that. And then, um, 
Yeah. Clint, Clint's kind of finally trying to get all his. There's another feels moment too, right there, right when Clint goes up to the tower, and he's talking to the dead Natasha. Yeah, he's talking. There's a memorial of the of Alton, mm. which it's a memorial, and only one of them, two of them are dead. Um, but it's all of their names. It's yeah. just like a. I think it's more of it's like, like these people saved us kind of yeah. deal. Um, but he kind of uses it as a memorial to, to talk to Natasha because apparently her body's in Ohio, um, and uh, uh, you know he's like. Uh, what does he say? He, some, basically, forgive me. I'm. I, I have to do this. Yeah. How did they get her body? It's on Vormir. Well, the, f- the uh, it may it may just be a proxy grave. Yeah. Okay. The graves there. Yeah. Her graves in. Ohio. Okay. At least from what we saw from. Unless Steve brought it back. Ugh. Yeah. Like he could have, I guess. I think she's alive, just chilling with Red Skull. Do you think Red Skull just has like a little hole that he just throws all the body? Like Gamora's down there, <laughs> and <laughs> Natasha's down there, just like here we go again. <laughs> um, There's a cart that comes by. Bring out your dead. It's a, it's a, death, it's a death corpse cart. <laughs> um, so yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so he has he has that little moment, and and you don't really know what he's talking about, but you kind of have an idea. He's he's gonna ha- he's got to cut his loose ends because mm-hmm. it's he now knows that Maya knows where his family is and yeah. so he calls his wife he calls Laura and says hey I still think this not, is about to again, happen again we're not all sure if she's Mockingbird or not but she definitely had some kind of I, something I think right I, was she was it, involved was it us talking about that we think like maybe or maybe it was us talking about that maybe there are Mockingbirds kind of like there's Black Widows like there's Black oh, Widows. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and so you have the Mockingbird from Agents of Shield again. Marvel Television, they can do whatever you know. Yeah, he Feige will take what he wants from it. Yeah, um, and, and then just invalidate point, everything else. Yeah, so um, you know, but it's not you know she's not Bobby Morse. She's not the Mockingbird. Yeah, um, but she could be a right. A, yeah, I mean that makes sense. Um, but uh, and she's like, do what you got to do, and of course he's alluding to, I got to go be Ronan, and so he goes back to the locker at the train station, mm-hmm. grabs the gear, yep. and sets up a meeting with Maya. And they all fight or whatever. And he basically takes the mask off and says, stay not, away from me. He's like, I'm not going to kill, kill you. you. Yeah, but if you come after me or anybody else I know, you're dead. But then he plants the seed. Yeah. He was like. That's the most important He thing. was like, somebody informed me about what was going on. Like, I was mm-hmm. only there that night because your boss told me to be there that night. Yeah. Um, your boss's boss. Or no, no. He said he, said he had an informant. Yeah. Which he's alluding to uh, her boyfriend, Kazi. Kazi. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, well, and I guess I haven't really said their boyfriend and girlfriend, but I mean, yeah. it's kind of what it alludes he's to. He's kind of, yeah, kind of takes care of her, helps take care of her and stuff. Um, and then, uh, and then of course, now that's got the seed of doubt in her head mm-hmm. as to to who. And so she's working for Kingpin indirectly, which totally fits. That's that was her original arc in in Daredevil. She was she was kind of Kingpin's patsy, yeah. so. which could totally. You know, a lot of people already said her first whole season is supposed to be like a next Daredevil season. Yeah. So you could totally see that matching up yeah. now with where this story arc is going. Yeah. It's it it's really good. I like I I still think of the MCU series, it's it's probably of the ones my, of this year. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh my favorites so far. Um only one episode left. Dun, dun, dun. And then two weeks from now, Boba. Boba Fett. I'm super excited for that. 
Yeah, I, w- I wasn't initially. I was like, ah, Boba Fett. Yeah. But now I'm kind of seeing, I'm like, yeah, I can get They still this. have given us almost nothing on it. You I know, like Which that. is just crazy. So. Which, I mean, honestly, Hawkeye really didn't give us a lot of plot. No, no. Yeah, we just knew that it was it was Clinton Kate. Yeah. On, a, on an adventure. Yeah. Um, you know, they were taking the ring to Mordor. We didn't know. <laughs> um, and uh, so, so yeah, I appreciate that, that they're just... They're giving a, a general premise, but they're not they're not spoiling a lot of plot. And um, kind of like they did with Falcon Winter Soldier, uh, they waited till the last episode to reveal the new costumes, and mm-hmm. looks like that's what's going to happen this time as well. Yeah, it honestly it look from what I've seen of the what you can see of the Rockville Center fight, it looks like just an updated version of his Battle of Twenty Twelve costume. Yeah, but okay. he's never had like a full blown like. Purple, purple suit costume. Yeah. He's always been like maybe some purple trim. Yeah. You know, something it there. looks like the fraction costume. This is like a purple. Yeah, the sleeveless costume. fraction costume with yeah. him and his glasses. I mean, that's mm-hmm. really just what they're going for. Yeah. Uh, sad that the Star Wars Rangers of the Republic show was canceled. It would have been good. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, we say that. I still keep good. seeing things come back and forth on that. Yeah. Same thing with Patty Jenkins. It's like uh, it's waiting. Uh, no, nah, not really. Uh, it's back. Like well, a, like last week, I think I saw something on it again. So and I'm then like, supposedly like Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot were doing a different movie together, and Patty Jenkins backed out of that one. Yeah, I wonder if she's just hard to work for. She she may be. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of times it comes down to creative differences, and maybe it's maybe she's the actual issue in all those things. because yeah. I mean she's the one that keeps walking away from things. Yeah. yeah. So, because um, she was supposed to do. Um, or something else she was supposed to do. Well, that, Thor Dark World was the big yes. one. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. that was one she was supposed to do, and she yeah. backed out. So, like I said, that's it's it's weird to see. You know, you start looking for common denominators and, and things, and I just th- yeah, you know, I think if the studio has a vision and she's like, no, I want to, you know, I want my mm-hmm. own thing to happen. Well, that way, that's not we, the Marvel. We're way already right doing that in this movie. Yeah. You know, whether it be an agenda of some sort, we're not we're not doing that in your movie. Sorry. Yeah. Because I mean, they do try to push all the agendas, so but it doesn't need to be done in every movie. Right. right. True. So, anyway, we're going to go watch Spider-Man tonight. Yeah. Uh, we will actually be back tomorrow. We're not going to go live, but we'll go ahead and record our kind of Spider-Man review. So, if you're watching this on YouTube or listening to it, hang on. You're about to hear our Spider-Man review. Yep. If you're watching us live, uh, bye. Go see Spider-Man. <laughs> and Hawkeye. It, it was fun and seeing Hawkeye. And Go watch Hawkeye um, and uh, and get all caught up like, like we are. Um, anywho, we told you it was going to be a short one. Um, we weren't lying. Um, hold on. Let me we're like this. 10 minutes in. What do we do? 12 minutes? No, we're at like. Are we literally at. We did like 15 exact. Yeah, 15 exact. Okay. All right. Boom. I'm that awesome. Um, anywho, guys, thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back later with our Spider Man review um, on the, uh, the recorded podcast. All right. And we are back. And we're magically in different clothes. And we've magically added this thing. I'm here. A ginger. I'm here for the important stuff, guys. <laughs> so we have we have all watched Spider-Man No Way Home. I keep wanting to call it Far From Home, but it's No Way Home. That's what happens when you have very similar. Which, subtitles. after the movie was over, it makes so much more sense. Like, the title fits the movie. Well, yeah, and they, they alluded this whole time that it was it was that in-game Infinity War type. I thought we were starting at the beginning. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was the beginning. He talked about title, and I just said the title makes sense. Just so excited to talk about Spider-Man. So, let's get into it. So, the beginning. It's so good. It, okay. <laughs> uh, consequences. Trying, it's like trying to keep a puppy on a leash. <laughs> so before, Consequences. So, before we get like... 
I just have one question because I've seen a lot of memes and stuff floating around like uh, Tom Holland talked about don't expect a sex scene in the Spider-Man movie. Which one? I never expected a sex scene in <laughs> so the like Spider-Man it, movie. From what I've seen, that's going forward. Maybe. But like in the context of this movie, him and MJ have been dating for like two weeks yeah. at the beginning of this movie. I'm all like, that was a pretty quick progression for like juniors in high school. I mean, um, was it though? Is it though? High schoolers? Well, like, they are senior. They start their senior year early on in this movie. Like, like the, in the opening scenes, they're they are beginning their senior year. I, I I would go so far to say is the Ned Be- Ned Betty relationship in Far From Home is not too far from reality with a lot of teenagers. Just date and then you break up. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. No, I'm just saying though, like people expecting a sex scene like an oh, Eternals, yeah. like in the context of the movie, like. From the end of the last Spider-Man movie to now, they've only dated like two weeks. Yeah, they've been together two weeks. So that doesn't all. that doesn't yeah, mean I, anything in 2021. I right? never expected a sex scene. I, I it's, just... it's Spider-Man. It's not Batman. Correct. <laughs> and just remember what it's Batman not, doesn't not do. Not the Batman. Doesn't remember. Just remember what Batman doesn't do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so back. So, to so we open right at the end of Far From Home. Yes. Like, uh-huh. Yep. Scene for scene. Consequences. Um and. Uh, Consequences? Yeah. The consequences of being of being Louis, Spider-Man. The whole yeah. About consequences. Um and uh and so they they're escaping. Um you know, this is the scene we expected because it was exactly what Far From Home kind of left off on and then they escape. What? I'm just thinking of the beginning of movie way when uh Happy and Mayor breaking up. Oh gosh. <laughs> Like that whole arc was like yeah. not needed, but it was just funny. Why are you so secretive about sex? This has nothing to do with sex. <laughs> yeah. So just how sad Happy was. Like yeah. we can really work on this. Like again, beginning of the movie. So so okay. so they get they get they all get arrested by damage control, which yeah. I that's a whole new. I thought it was really weird for damage control to be law enforcement of a sort because they just clean up crap. You know, that was always their shtick. Like, now they're very shield-like. Maybe it's because of what maybe, Vulture. Maybe they're a cover-up for uh, Hammer, like Hammer's coming next. Like, maybe. fall a shield into Hammer. Yeah. Um, so they get detained by damage control, and then it never really gets talked about again. Like, they meet with... So, it, all this to say is that finally leads into confirmation that Charlie Cox is back is properly back in the MCU. I feel like that's all the whole lawsuit thing was. was Yeah, just to to bring him in. Just to back. Now, I just hope, I hope that they go the route of he gets to do the TV Disney Plus stuff, but he also gets to be in the MCU himself because he's a good enough actor to carry on. I think that's the point of these Disney Plus shows is to have all this stuff carry over on purpose. That's all. It's all one thing. But because, you know, Hawkeye, we also got confirmation of another character from the Netflix series. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, we already spoiled it on this podcast. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, they, yeah. They know at this point. Um, so Kingpin. Here's, Kingpin. Here's, here's my whole thing with the lawsuit thing. Like, you you really think that Pepper was going to allow Mysterio. Right. Pepper's probably, like, like, one of the most powerful women in the whole MCU. Yeah, to kind of, like, defame Stark Industries and... Yeah, they really know. don't talk about that at all but i mean i'm sure it's somewhere in yeah there. And, well, and the, and, the, and the court of public opinion just swings so hard yeah to but, mysterious favor on what grounds he was barely even a hero for however long right yeah but he was a hero long enough because he was a world saving hero he was saving it from extra multi-dimensional creatures Fake yeah ones. well yeah but who, who was there to support the other side i mean you know to hear that nick fury's been off planet for more than a year 
that tells us that the scroll invasion is already happening and that Nick Fury was probably a scroll from the the last Spider-Man movie. That's not scroll invasion. He he left uh what's his body Talos in his place. Okay. Yeah, we saw that. Yeah, that was the that end happened scene at the end of, of Captain Marvel. Yeah. You find out he's in space, been in space. Hmm. Well, and it then is. it confirms it at the end of WandaVision. Well, yes. Rambo goes to see him and then he un disguises himself no was that an incident no that was one of his officers okay you see him at the end of uh uh captain marvel i believe i thought it was captain marvel because at the end of captain marvel was like in the 90s yeah but there's the after credit scene where they show him up in space answering a phone call from the person who's acting like they're him yeah it was it was one of the after credit scenes because you because you see you see him and hill driving because I saw him in the, his office answering the phone, and someone talked about his eye, and the cat was there. Yes, that was the nice. That was Coulson. But that was like that wasn't an end credit scene. That was just the end of the movie. Yeah, hmm. you, the after credit was yeah, the we was know the cat. The Fury's in space. That is for sure. That's yeah. something that they've already said. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I just can't remember which which of the movie. movies that that scene was in. Yeah, but he's voluntarily in space right now. Yes. Um. Anyway, uh, it may have been, but, but it may so, have been at the end of the Spider Man movie. Possibly, I think it was. It was at the end of Far, Far From Home. Yes, because, the, that's when they're Nick driving. And you, the whole thing. you see, so it's Talos and his wife. The is. whole time that Tom Holland's there talking to Fury, he's actually it's a scroll. Did yeah. I miss so. an incentive credit scene? Yeah, it's, it's at I the don't end think of, I've ever seen this in credit scene. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's just at the end of that. It's just Fury and Hill driving in a car, and then they both and then they, down. they both turn that and it's Talos and his wife. Yeah, and they call wow. Nick Fury and try to kind of fill him in on what's happening. Okay, well, I guess I need to go back and watch this because I don't remember this at yeah. all. So. um but so, I mean, yeah, like, I just watched Far From Home like for the first time like two days ago. So yeah. for real, yeah, it came out like right after Belle was born, so it just got missed. You still had years. <laughs> well, then we had pandemic. Yeah, which is more time to watch TV. <laughs> which is one of the few movies that's not anywhere to watch I, for free. I have decided <laughs> I don't like the first half of Far From Home. Like prior to Mysterio like revealing who he really is. Yeah. Like I don't care about the beginning part of Far From Home. I like it. I like it a lot better than Homecoming. I don't like Homecoming almost at all. Um. I don't know. Uh, it's kind of like ranks up there for like Iron Man three for me. Like Peter just wants to have a life outside of being Spider Man, and like the whole setup to the second Spider Man movie was him just trying to deal with one morning Tony, and wanting to take a break from being Spider Man and actually being a kid. And I think that was an important realization for him that really came crashing down in this movie. Yeah. Um. So only weeks removed. Yeah, yeah, I mean, truly, yeah. I mean, like his his life flip turned upside down. I'd like to take a minute. Just sorry, I was went into Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Thank you, Will um, Smith. <laughs> <laughs> so then, let's see. Moving on. So they they meet with we got Daredevil. They move they move to Happy's apartment. I'm a good lawyer. Yeah, yeah. I I wonder if we're gonna see him in She Hulk. So the I think we will. The yeah. and Echo. I yeah. laugh so hard at the sleep apnea machine. Happy sleep to you. <laughs> you just see him sitting there in the chair and Peter's talking. He's like, are you almost done yet? Have you been awake the whole time? Yes. <laughs> Happy see Peppy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so they leave. They go to Long Island to, to live in his apartment. And then he goes back to school. I'm trying to, I'm like recounting everything in my head that happened. Well, he thing. goes he goes to school and then like some of the people there worship him. The others like don't. Care from it all. Well, now it's like about the, college acceptance, right? And they're yeah. trying to find out, okay, they what's all, life going to be like? 
and they're all get into college. They can't. Yeah, they can't because they're associated with Peter Parker. Yep. Correct. And so they're all being punished for being associated with him. Yeah. Um, and then you know you go from that into he goes and makes the deal with Doctor Strange, which I love because. I- after we saw the trailer and we saw the snowy sanctum sanctorum and and strange looks weird and everybody's like oh is it a different strange is it yeah. is it the what is no they they just opened up a portal to a blizzard that's yeah. funny <laughs> and like <laughs> that's all it is especially since since wandavision everyone's been like it's mephisto it's mephisto like with yeah. every little thing that shows up on screen somewhere and, and it's interesting though that we you find out also that wong is actually sorcerer supreme right now yeah and, and then you're like it was uh what how did he put it he like it's it just was a technicality it's a technicality since i was blipped <laughs> since i was gone for five years um and i guess it just can't change back um but uh and then they have interns working for him yeah yeah that's funny. <laughs> snow. shoveling snow um and so, so he makes a deal with Peter to, to do the spell, and and like it should be a simple spell. Yeah, and it turns into chaos. Yeah, because Peter just can't get his get his mind straight. So Strange contains Strange contains the the broken spell, and then similar to what we see in What If. It's <laughs> right? Strange. I love the whole Strange. Like you didn't actually talk to the admissions office. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. you came to me and you like you wanted me to brainwash the entire world. Well, yeah, that, you I mean, it, it, it to took him a fixed. minute to realize I'm not talking to a. I'm talking adult. to a kid. Yeah. yeah. Well, like when he says, "You don't have to call me sir, Stephen." Oh, that feels weird. But I think <laughs> I think this leads into to multiverse of madness. Is that strange? Whatever happened in that timeline inside the thing is. When no, I'm not thinking. I'm not thinking that at all. Strange is very impulsive to use magic to fix things. Yeah. yeah. Like, did he ask Peter? Well, have you talked to the you know? Yeah. Have you done everything you're supposed to do? No. Strange Strange turns to a magic solution as soon as he thinks about it because that's his ego, right? Yeah. yeah. His ego is to fix things. Yeah. And, I mean, he, he goes from being the most world-renowned surgeon to the most powerful, you know, sorcerer there is. And he wants, to, and he wants to flex. That's too far. Right? And Wong, and, Wong, and Wong tells him, like, hey, you know. Check yourself. You know, I don't want to be a part of this because yeah, you're, you're being you. And I think that... And of course, we we will talk about this later. But that's that is definitely queuing up his next movie and yep. and his faults, his faults, and always trying to fix things by because the end credit scene. And Hold yes, on. I know I'm not saying anything more than it wasn't really. Darren, uh, it was a trailer. Yes. Oh, yeah. There. We'll get there. No, but we were talking about it. And he said, "We'll get to it later." I know. He I gave know. you a verbal command. <laughs> So, so, <laughs> so Peter goes to talk to the admissions officer, um, and then we 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 see the first fight with with Doc Ock, which was you know fantastic. Yep. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I just, I just as he's getting into the fight, and Doc Ock thinks he wins, all of a sudden his arms don't work. <laughs> he's like, well, <laughs> you, you kind of get worried for a second, right? Because the nanoparticles go to his arms, and you're like, oh uh-huh. crap! Now Ock's going to have access to you know nano suit technology. No, it was the exact opposite. It screwed him because yeah. <laughs> Peter's just like taking over. His, <laughs> his, Bluetooth, his Bluetooth is like, I detected another device. <laughs> Which makes you wonder, though, like at that point, since he's controlling them. You should feel like that would already fix the kind of mental issue that Doc had. Well, 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 but the microchip was still broken that protected his brain from the thoughts of the arms. Pete Pete just, like, the start technology overrode the arms. Yeah. Yeah. Put them into, like, a a passive mode, I guess. He still still had that aggression and Uh and everything. And, uh, yeah, I just just love the technology leap from, in 20 years, from, you know, his big AI arms to, to Tony's nanotech is just that. 
Well, and it's a universe right. gap, too. Right. But, but there was also a time. Which they talked about that time stuff a lot, the difference in universes and then stuff that they have. So Yeah. And a lot of it is Tony. Yeah. Right? right. That's why this universe is so much. But well, Tony, technically their Wakanda. universes should have Tonys. But too. they didn't. They acknowledged that the, those universes didn't have the Avengers and stuff. Yeah. They, like, yeah. <laughs> were you in a band? Yeah. <laughs> um, which I... Is is fine. I mean, there there would be universes where there wouldn't, but there would be universes where those Spider Men have, you know, it's mm-hmm. the multiverse, right? There there's endless possibilities. Somewhere so. out there, there's a Swedish Spider Man. Yeah, <laughs> Petter, Petter, and, Petter, and a, Petter <laughs> Parker, Bird. and a Peter Porker. But yeah, um, and uh, and so they take they take Strange or uh, Ock back to Strange. Lots of doctors going on in this. Yes. Yeah, scientists, doctors. Yeah. Um, and which you, is a Spider-Man thing. And if you notice, like, most of, like, Spider-Man's villains are, like, super geniuses in this movie. Like, you have Doc Ock, you have Green Goblin, you have the Lizard. Electro, Electro he, little, was, he was a scientist of sorts. Yeah. He was um, kind of a failed Like, Sandman was, like, the only thug mm-hmm. in, yeah. this, and, like, in this. And, but that, that is a lot of... And they still showed his motive as being that, too, and is the fact that he just wants to get back to his yeah. daughter. So. Right. Yeah. And I think it's a good. It's always a good foil for Peter Parker that his nemesis are those high-minded people that he strives to be. Right. 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 Well, uh, and and it's one thing in the comics for when he has the issues here and there where he just fights the thugs, but that's not a high enough plot for a blockbuster movie. Yeah. I will say that one thing I appreciated about this movie that I feel like the last two have lacked is the fact that they didn't show his genius at all. Yeah. And you see that a lot more in this movie. Just the fact that he is a smart kid. I, I, I felt, I felt brilliant. like he stood as a character on his own a lot better in this movie. Uh, that's I hated Homecoming because it's basically Iron Man four, um, and then he starts to show it a little bit more in Far From Home, but he still leans on Happy quite a bit. Well, yeah. I mean, but he's just a kid, and, then, and the difference. So between... was he in the comics, but he didn't have all that at the beginning. But I think that was the difference. They've they've told the story. And as we progress into what we're talking about, they've showed the story of Tobey Maguire and the way that he had to grow up. And they showed Andrew Garfield and the way that he had to grow up. Well, in this universe, he didn't have to grow up those ways. I mean, the first time he ever heard the catchphrase was in this movie. Like, yeah. you know, we go through thinking he's already heard this catchphrase. Yeah. Right. There's and a lot of assumptions find, we had going into that. And then, then you find out the first time he ever hears it is in the same moment. I heard about five different people behind me go, she's about to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the minute she said it, it's like, but she's that, a goner. <laughs> that was his moment to have that moment. Yeah. And it was with the wrong the, aunt or uncle. Yeah, different but, person. I mean, and that was – he had – but his story leading into this story is so much more tragic than the other two Spider-Mans, I think. Cause mm. I mean, I, we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll, into yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, we'll get there. But, like, I just with the way that the story is telling, it, it's been a different route for him in every way. Um, and, you know, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man was, like, like, in high school for, like, the first half hour of the first movie. And yeah. then it was moving Time to jump. New York yeah. City to be on my own. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, uh, the Andrew Garfield, you know, they were in high school. I think most of the, the first movie. First movie, yeah, and then it breaks. And then it breaks off into, you know, what happens after. Um, but this one, you know, it was, what, sophomore year, junior year, senior year. It was their sen- start of their senior year. Start of their senior year. Yep. And you know, and they did show his intellect, and like he was in the science club, and he was important to that. And um, but I, I do think that this movie definitely portrayed how smart he really is. Yeah. 
Um, so, so basically, Strange now tasks Peter for finding all you know these these people. Are, these people are coming to him. Anybody who knew Peter Parker Spider-Man. was Spider Man. Yep. Outside of his universe, are now gravitating because the the spell is botched. You need to Scooby Doo this shit, yeah, <laughs> please. <laughs> and so he tasks them with with reclaiming. So he he basically gets a Pokeball um, <laughs> from <laughs> Doctor Strange <Yeah. laughs> to Pokeball him back to the Sanctum Sanctorum. And can we just talk about like the adult in the room sent the teenagers to go do it? Like, go catch all these dangerous people. Is oh, it- and take your friends with no powers well i think i think strange is work no strange already had the container what the hell was strange doing <laughs> nothing he just y'all go do this he just wanted somebody else to fix his issues or fix their own issues yeah i guess maybe that's that's it's part of his ego yeah. right um and i like i i think i really think we're setting I, I, up. I think they were setting up their um what path peter was going to ultimately take because we had the doctor strange this is your problem you deal with your own problem and then we had maze now the power to deal with it you you should make it your responsibility. Yeah. Now, Doctor Strange wasn't sitting on his hands. He was developing the box that was going to then... By that point? After he caught them is all, all is when he introduced the box. That's right. So he was off he building was, the box. He was like. off building the box. So he was technically doing something. And we may see more of whatever he was doing whenever his movie comes out. Yeah, that's true. Because, so. um, but, uh, you know, and he captures all of them. You find out Sandman's not a bad guy in the beginning. He just, again, just, what are we doing here, Peter? He and then he home. sends Electro away. Did you kill him? Mm-hmm. You yeah, know. Yeah. And, uh, no, and and seeing seeing Jamie Fox, you know, drawing new energies and stuff like that, to where he wasn't blue guy, was was pretty cool to see. So he Although gets. They did, they did make fun of all the little things, right? Because when they first see Jamie Fox, they're like, "This guy's blue." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they still call out all the fun stuff. So I think all the things that awesome. we've talked about, the, yeah, the, all they the, call it out. I definitely feel like they fixed Jamie Fox's character from the second one to this, just mm-hmm. just so they could fix it. Because I mean, Spider-Man Two, everybody complained about. No, there was nothing wrong with Andrew Garfield in Spider-Man Two. The problem with that movie was the villains. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and Spider-Man Two, Amazing Two, they didn't let Jamie Fox kind of be Jamie Foxx really either. Right. Like, he they didn't just... allow him to have any humor whatsoever. Yeah. And that's kind of what he's known for when right. he when he's kind of in his wheelhouse, you know, yeah. unless he's playing, you know, Ray Charles. But that was the, that was a biopic, right? Right. Um yeah, but you get to you get to see a little bit of his his comedy, his kind of attitude uh going through. So he captured he captures Electro, captures Sandman. Uh Strange already had Lizard. They got Doc Ock, so Norman right. Osborne's then, the last one. And yeah. then Norman just finds may yeah he turns himself in just basically trying to say that he needs help he's trying to be helpful well he's trying to find parker he's not trying to be goblin he's trying to find peter parker and and hopefully spider-man's associated with the the homeless shelter that she works at um well he knows who may is so he knows to hunt may so so here here's my only problem with norman osborne in this movie um before in 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 spider-man one before you know he he kind of goblins himself. Mm-hmm. He's still a very ambitious. He still has that part of him. The goblin is inside of him, and it even shows it a little bit. His aggression is there, right? Even before he he doses up or whatever, right? And we, he was he was never like like it shows Norman Osborn in this movie. He's kind of like a wimp. We, we, like we, when he's not goblin. 
we talked about it earlier. It was it's more like the the Captain America Super Soldier. It just enhances a, a natural part right. Of him. He was well, never. Well, I, but I I, I remember in the first Spider Man movie, he would be standing before the mask, like fighting for control over. I think it's his, a psychotic break we see here. Yeah, because I remember him yeah. like in his little private like little secret room, just like crawling towards the mask and the ma- they're fighting with each other on who's there or, or arguing with his reflection. Yeah, I get that, but I like, think it's a psychotic break. I mean. We even see at the point where he's like stealing donuts out of the box. Yeah, and stuff. I mean, he's just yeah. He's, so you're saying like it's bre- it's it's like a further break between the two. Yeah, you've taken you've taken him who he is, and then you've taken all these characters and thrown them into a completely different universe, and be like, here you go. And that's the other thing is, and then finding out that nothing that you knew exists. Did he say he lost his son? He said he couldn't find him. He couldn't, couldn't find, find his son, exist. and somebody was living in his apartment. Couldn't find his son. Okay, because yeah. I was like. Harry's not dead yet in his reality. Yeah. Because he dies before Harry does. Yeah, he's been looking around in New York now, and he's yeah. not there. He doesn't exist. Oscorp doesn't exist. Yeah. yeah nothing, his legacy's not there. Yeah. Um, which, it would be hilarious if, like, like in their reality, the Oscorp building is where Stark Tower is. Like, oh, in, yeah. the, in the same physical location. Like, in this reality, it's Oscorp, but here it's Stark Tower. They didn't confirm that, because they still haven't said... Who owns Stark Tower? Yeah, we haven't got to that point yet. If right. it's Reed Richards or Kingpin or or who, or who it? owns it, I think it's Kingpin. I think that's where he's going to set up his tower. His, I, th- I think I think they're setting Kingpin up to be Norm, Norman Osborn as far as MCU setting up a team. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, um, so so now comes the dilemma of actually helping them instead of yep. instead of capturing them, and 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 that's a lot of Aunt May. Aunt May convinces. Yeah. Peter, that that's that is his problem because he keeps saying it's not my problem, and she keeps going, "That's not who we are." Yeah, and that's you know what caused this whole thing was Aunt May got in his head and says, and then he finds out a lot of them are going to die when they go home. Not all of them. The trailers made us think that all of these characters died in battle with Spider Man, but it's not all of Sandman them. Sandman doesn't. Yeah, and Sandman doesn't die. Lizard doesn't die. Yep. Um, and I don't. Electro, Electro. I think Electro. It's vague as to whether or not he dies. He's, he's, in, the, he's in the grid. He's yeah. in the grid. So he finds out that they're going to die, and you know Doctor Strange goes, "They have to be what they are. They they have to die if they're supposed to die." Yeah. And he just all there's Aunt May, his little conscience in the back of his mind. He's like, "I can't, I can't accept that. We have to be able to help these people." Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> and, and so and so then <laughs> then Spider Man steals the box yeah. and. That whole scene ensues. Inception, yeah, the, the Battle of Inception. Yeah. Well, before yeah. I think it's kind of important to go back and kind of focus on the fact that when he knocked him out of his body. His body was still defending itself. The, the, yeah, the spider sense was still. His, 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 spider, his spider reflexes were still. He's like, you should not be able to do this. <laughs> and, and then when he goes, this is probably the coolest thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> this feels really good. He and he, to his but body. He, yeah, and he actually gets back into his body, which you know yeah, even Banner couldn't do. Yeah. Right. And, and then which, then you, and, and, and in that fight scene, you also see his intelligence yeah. shine through. He's like geometry. I love yeah. geometry. I'm good at geometry. Yeah. And then he sciences his way into beating Doctor Strange in a magical world. Which this this then ties in and you you heard them kind of talk about it a lot because this is the first time that we've well this is probably the second time since Thor that we've had that discussion of science and magic in the MCU that magic is just science that we don't understand yet. Yes. Right. Right? And so cuz you heard this talked about a lot especially with Doc Ock and Norman and and Peter, you know, there and and the other Peters talking about you have magic in this world. Well, MCU Peter Parker realizes magic is just the the it mirror just, world was just so geometry, just right? Math, yeah. This Science. is all just physics, right? Multiverse is, is physics, but magic is tapping into that. So so 
in in this MCU, there there is a, there's a definitive blurring between science and and the mysticism. Whereas in the comics, they they are their two separate yeah. things, right? Um, well, one, I think that's the cool. MCU's way of trying to not make magic too complicated. Well, not only yeah. that, but there may be a difference in like Wanda's magic compared to Strange's magic. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean that her magic is different because yeah. they said that in one division. Her yeah. style of magic is and Agatha's and yeah, it's an actual yeah. power. Um, what else? Uh, Asgardian yeah. magic and stuff like yeah. So everything we see is magic is just different forms of and, energy manipulation. Yeah. Right? And it's and it's crazy, you know. And moving forward, because I'm running short on time. Um, just moving forward in the thing, he get, he takes him back to the apartment. He sneaks him in. He, he he cures Doc Ock almost right away, and then you see Green Goblin, and you just know that Green Goblin Ock, Ock triggered him somehow. Yeah, I think that the idea that Peter actually fixed Doc Ock set off the I have to take back over and protect myself. Yep. Yeah. And you know he just acted like Norman when he had to act like Norman, um, and you know, and then that whole fight ensues. You know. Uh, Electro pretty much runs away pretty fast. Doc Ock runs away pretty fast. Sandman kind of dissipates. But Green Goblin just kicks the shit out of Peter. Yeah. Like, just just hounds him. And then Lizard shows back up and says, oh, he's not done with you yet, and throws him back in and leaves. I'm like, okay. Yeah, well, you know, he just said, I told you there'd be consequences, and then rolls out. Yeah, but but he throws him back in, and, like, you know, and then, like, Green Goblin basically leaves off where he left off with Peter. Like, your conscience is the problem. Your conscience is the problem. Yeah. You know, your, and your then morality. We, and then he goes, and it's your aunt's fault. Mm-hmm. You know, essentially he goes, and then that's when we had the scene where the first time I kind of teared up. Yeah. Because you had that whole, she stands up, everything seems fine. My kids were all like, no! Nah! <laughs> yeah. the, the whole room, you know, cried over that moment. And I mean, the, the way he acted in that moment, Tom Holland, mm-hmm. like the emotion that you felt, I mean... He should win some kind of award just because the whole room felt the emotion with him in that moment. Yeah, like I don't know if like they waited well, that, like until that scene to tell him she's dying. And compared <laughs> to the other the previous movies, right, where you only had a couple scenes to get attached to this character that dies, right? Yeah, we had movies to get to know this character mm-hmm. and to see her get involved with other characters in the MCU. So, right, I mean that that kind of stresses so, that, that well, a little further. And May's always been kind of off limits. Yeah. Now I will say that this also this whole movie does scream Mephisto because of one more day. Because a lot of what Peter sacrificed was to save the people around him. Mm-hmm. And he essentially did the same thing, but it didn't bring May back. Yeah. Because May died. He went to Mephisto to make a deal with Mephisto to bring her back. And then Mary Jane sacrificed the relationship with Peter because of how dangerous it was. Right. Right. So this entire thing sets up one more day. Like, it was that without Mephisto and without, you know, uh, May coming back. But she died in the whole room. You could feel the energy in the yeah. theater I was in. Just pure sadness. Yeah. So, I and, and Tanner and I were talking about this. So, I believe, and I was telling this to Olivia last night, that I believe, because, so what if set up nexus points? Mm-hmm. That points, no matter what... Mo- part of the multiverse is this has to happen. I believe Peter Parker has to have someone close to him die and instill the with great yeah with great power that has great responsibility. That, and I think we got that in a in a way also in the Spider-Verse cartoon, right? Yeah. You know, it, well but that's, a, that's Peter not Parker Peter stories. Yeah, all the Peter Parkers get that. Yeah, well, well they did too. Well, it, every one of them talks about the fact that they got quoted that line. Yeah. Yeah, and that and that was definitely like when they had that moment on the Statue of Liberty and they could all just like that happened well, it was to me. At the school. That was a school. 
Oh yeah, it was when the school. Yeah. school. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so the of course Ned and Ned and uh, MJ are, are are off. They he sent them away to be yeah. safe. The Ned has the ring. Ned has the sling ring. Um, Ned is magical. <laughs> his magical fingers. Yeah. And then we, then we find some other Spider Man. Yeah. So uh, he opens <laughs> like he opened the portal like. And the minute I uh, just the way just, he moved, just like that's not Tom Holland. Well, and He's, like his that's too tall. <laughs> yeah, and his his eyes had a different shape to him or yeah. whatever. I'm like, yep, here we go. Yeah, and and of course we see Andrew Garfield, <laughs> and the whole he just jumps up and grabs the ceiling. She's yeah. like, I want to see you crawl. He's like, no, this is enough. <laughs> it's like throwing bread at me. I just I I loved it because I just I loved Andrew Garfield. Like yes. he was just so like he was just such a good Peter. Right, just just his humor, and it just translated, and we finally get to see it again. Yep. Um, and then and then Toby comes back, and 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 Toby kind of gets to be old man Toby. Yeah, yeah, he gets to be that. I'm I'm just kind of here. I, I mean, the youth past the youth pastor joke was, was pretty hilarious. funny. That was hilarious. <laughs> they let they let their characters be older and be past where their movies were. You know, yeah. they didn't yeah. come yeah. right back from where they were. You find out that you know Andrew Garfield is like after Gwen died. He went dark. He, he went dark. He wasn't pulling punches anymore. Mm-hmm. He was almost like sounded like almost a superior spider kind right. of feel. Just he he let his emotions or, get the best of him. Or black suit. Because again, I'm fixing yeah. to have to go. But I think the most powerful in the mo- moment in the movie for me um, was, and I know we're fast forwarding a little bit, was when MJ was falling. Mm-hmm. And Tom Holland couldn't save her, and he did. That was the only thing I wanted out of this entire movie. <laughs> and they just stood there, and you could see the tears welling up in Andrew Garfield's like, eyes. Are you okay? No, you could, He's like, you yeah, could, are you okay? No, like, no one could see the tears welling up in his eyes because the tears were welling up in mine. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I thought that was the most powerful scene in the entire movie outside of yeah. the emotional distress of Aunt May dying. Yeah. Because you just saw, like, this I saved her this time moment. Like yeah. I saved her. Yeah. Um, and it just even like right now, like I can feel a little bit in my inside, just like it was that moving of a yeah. moment that he saved her. And then the other moment for me was when Toby stepped in to stop him. To oh, stop yeah. Tom Holland. Yeah. To keep him from going down the dark path. Right. To you, you don't want and you just see, you know, Toby McGuire's innocent face, like he still looks like a child. Well, and you can <laughs> see as soon as it happened to Neither of them were really struggling at that point. So Tom Holland had already relinquished. Yeah. Once he was stopped, he was stopped. It was just a pact of putting it down. Yeah. So. No. It, so. All right. We'll be back. Darren's got to go. Well, no, I still want to talk about one more thing. We have to go. You got to go. I know. I got I got like two minutes. Okay. <laughs> because I, the only thing I really want to talk about, other than the, those emotional moments, like there's still so much more. This movie has so many layers and it's amazing. And, like, it is a true love letter letter to all the Spider-Man and Marvel fans from, like, the last 20 years. But the 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 curveball they threw is with Venom 2. That like, was dumb. No, no, no. No, no. It sets up the black suit Spider-Man perfectly. It does, but it's... Like, it, he only showed up long enough to leave a piece of the symbiote. Here, here, here is my problem with that. So, the only people they got pulled in were uh-huh, people that knew, that, that knew Peter Parker were Spider-Man. He didn't even know Peter Parker existed. Why would he have gotten pulled out? No, no. Out? Electro did not know that Peter Parker was Spider-Man either because when Peter took his mask off, he said, I thought you would be black. I think I think he just got – I think it's more Doctor Strange is the reason he's pulled in. I or think Venom. Multi, I think it's it was just Venom thing. honing in on where other things are to go. Well, but, 
Venom was no. trying to show him. Because I still don't different. see why they could they could still have so Tom Hardy. So that actually means the after credit of Venom too. That happened after he already got pulled into the universe because he was seeing the news report. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's why he was in Mexico. That's right. Right. Because yeah. he, he was in Mexico, and then Venom was going to show him the history of the symbiotes, and then he does that, and then wakes up in like the MCU. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think it has anything to do with the spell. I think uh, he just got sent because home I think because well, of the spell. The spell took him away. Though. If it had anything to do with the spell, well, we don't know that. But he saw if we had, Peter if it, on the TV after he arrived. And that may have been why he got sent home. He saw Peter on the TV when he arrived, being announced that he was Spider-Man. He didn't belong, so when he forgot, he got sent home. Now, I do have a theory before you have to go that I don't think these characters got sent home to their respected universes. I got they, I think they got sent back to one Sony-verse. Uh, and my main reasoning for that is what we've seen in the Mobius trailer. Mor- oh, yeah, because... Well, no, Morbius. because Vulture doesn't make sense still. That doesn't make sense, but it, if they got sent home, then we Overall, couldn't have seen... The Overall, none of the Spider-Man multiverse poster. stuff makes sense yet. Right. Because uh, everything has had their own little multiverse crap. But Strange has said that. We don't fully like we don't fully understand. Wanda's the had her own thing, Loki's yeah. had his yeah. own so, thing. I, I, Everybody's I, had their own thing going on. Yeah. I, I think this was a clever sense. way to set up okay, we can have Spider Man in the MCU with the Avengers, but now we can have Spider Man in the Sony movies with our other Sony characters. But we can all, also have Black Suit Spider Man for Secret Wars. All I want Captain America. <laughs> and all I need in my life right now is on Monday when the whole world has finally seen this movie because it opened at a fifty one million dollar Thursday opening i need sony to go those three spider-man movies that we talked about were not all tom holland they were three movies from three spider-mans that'd be so cool i mean well why can't they go that dc's going that route with batman yeah i mean why can't you go andrew garfield you got a movie toby mcguire you got a movie tom holland you got a movie everybody gets a movie because i would go watch all three yeah like like just give us the movies already and then like give us a daredevil like give us daredevil Give us the other two Spider-Mans. Let's adventure. Let's see Kirsten Dunst come back. Yeah. Teeth and all. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, let us see what old man Toby's life has been. Does he have a kid? He said his life was complicated, but he never went into the details of his complicated life. I still feel like his series still best they could suits go. the and, comic book. And Andrew right. Garfield, in his conversation, he's like, I never have made time for anything other than Spider-Man. Yeah. So coming back from this moment, maybe they can go into him trying to find a life after Spider-Man or with yeah. being Spider-Man, a balance. Because they left Andrew Garfield's life so open. Well, like, they were going to do a third movie, and then they never did, so we never got to see him truly deal with Gwen. Right. Yeah. Um, so I do, I do, I did notice something. I wonder if y'all noticed this. So when the black and white credits were rolling, uh-huh. there was a big line about a special thanks to Avi Arad, who was like he was like the executive producer for Marvel Studios before Feige came okay. in, basically, um, and he essentially got got taken off, you know, got got fired or whatever. He was he was part of Stan Lee's whole crew or whatever of, okay. of doing stuff. Uh, he finally, so apparently that's the first time he got a credit in the MCU for anything hmm. um, because they're actually finally borrowing something from his, his a stuff. lot of the properties he teed up. Okay. Um, and so they actually, they actually gave him props for the first time. So yeah. it, it made me happy. I'm going to watch it again, probably tomorrow. I thought about today, but I don't know if I can fit it in today, but the movie was well done. I, I can't believe like it was worth the wait. Yeah. Um, it, I, I don't know. It definitely was one of my favorite movies. Yeah, I was starting to get nervous after Fight. He was like, "Y'all need to tone your expectations down." There was just too much. Like you couldn't introduce 
they, they introduced five villains from each movie that wasn't a Tom Holland movie. So every movie that had happened represented a villain from that movie. I was like, how can you give us five villains and not give us the Spider-Mans? Right. I mean, we all watch Spider-Verse with Miles Morales. We all know you're capable of doing it. Just do it in live action. It'll make sense somehow, even though it doesn't make sense completely. And just the heartfelt, like, Doctor Strange knowing what, what Tom Holland, the adult decision that Tom Holland had to make as a senior in high school at the end of that movie. And you could just see that he knew what he had to do and how Tom Holland stood up as an adult and said, I, okay, I can do this. And then to see him moving into his apartment all alone where nobody knows who he is with a GED book yeah. in his box, which means he is not finishing high school. Yeah, his whole, li- his whole life is over. Was that right. the same apartment from... Toby's spider suit. All, all I heard no, was rent was due. And I'm uh-huh. like, rent? It's, it's that the exact same one, but it is very similar. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and the guy didn't have an Eastern European accent and, either. And no. what I was going into earlier um, about uh, Peter, this Peter having, he has had to watch, we don't know much about Uncle Ben. Apparently Uncle Ben may have been gone. Maybe Uncle Ben was never really in the picture. Yeah. Maybe it was always just Aunt May. We don't know because Aunt May was that, that phrase for him. Mm-hmm. But he had to watch his mentor die. He had to watch the, the, the Thanos stuff happen. He's had to watch people around him get hurt. He had that moment with Mysterio as a high school student having to watch death and then go into watching Aunt May die. Like this kid, like since he has become a superhero, seen one tragedy after another. And by tragedy, I mean, for five years, half the universe was gone, including himself. And then he comes back to more chaos. And then as soon as he comes back, from this blip, he watches his mentor die. I mean, there's what, probably 20 minutes from the time he wakes up from Ash to the time he watches Tony die? Yeah. I mean, his whole life is met with tragedy after tragedy after tragedy. Um, and then he meets two other Spider-Mans, and then he realizes that, like, we all this did. is just my life. Mm-hmm. No matter what universe I live in, I'm going to have to face tragedy. And so when he got his coffee from Mary Jane after everyone forgot, he had to make that decision right then and there, which is the one more day storyline setting in. He could have said something, but he looked how happy Ned was, and he looked at MJ, and he goes, I'm not going to ruin their life again. Now, I think he's going to battle with that, the same as Andrew Garfield battled in the second movie about staying away from Gwen Stacy because of the promise to the dad. But I just I think there's a lot to – like. For being such a young kid in this big world of superheroes, there's been a lot of tragedy for that kid. And that, that just, I don't know, it's a lot. It's a lot to, for, to watch a kid have to carry. And that's yeah. why I think the progression of the movies have been perfect because Homecoming was more innocent. And then you go into the next Spider-Man movie, which was him dealing with grief from Endgame. And then you go into this movie, and it's only two weeks after the, you know, it's a two-week span. So by the time this whole thing plays out, he's been... I mean, the lawsuit thing probably was around for a couple months. He's probably uh, – it was at Christmas time, so when all this happened, so – because that's when he got in the fight with Doctor Strange was around Christmas time because you could see that in his little panoramic mirror world thing. Yeah. So in six months, his world has just completely fallen apart. Yeah, because from, from what I understand, Hawkeye and this stuff is actually taking place pretty – there's parts of it that are taking place at the same time. So, so. But right. this was fun to talk about, and I can't wait to watch it again. Thanks, guys. Bye. Okay, so so we're back. Darren's gone. He had to he had to go. Um, so Darren kind of just took us through everything. But um, well, in 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 there's still a lot of stuff we didn't talk about. 
I mean, one of the big things that I liked the fact is that they, they did the meme multiple times where you have the three Spider-Mans pointing, uh, pointing. at each other. <laughs> yeah. So we had we had, we had it in the lab where they were all yeah. petering each other. And then also when they're on the Statue of Liberty and they all land after they're trying to fight for a second, they're going back and forth at each other there yeah. too. So I, 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 I like the fact kept, that they hit the meme a couple times. They kept acknowledging to each other that it, they call, kept calling it the Peter Tingle. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, it works. Uh, I love the fact the that they had the tingles. the shooter the shooter issue. They're uh-huh. like, yeah. like, so does it just come out of you? Like, does it come out of anywhere? Well, else? Yeah, Toby's like, y'all <laughs> y'all don't y'all don't do this. And yeah. your Garfield's like, it's kind of a hassle the way we have to do it. We have to make this stuff, <laughs> right? Yeah, um, and so they 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 develop all the cures, um, and so now they've got to. They got to try to fix all the bad guys before they send them home. Yeah, um, so Spider Man does. So basically. Uh, MCU Peter leverages the Daily Bugle and kind of basically calls them out, yep. um, and and basically tells the world that you know this is my fault, but I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna do what I can, yeah, um, and to fix it, and uh, and so they fight, and you know it's pretty typical superhero. You know what's cool though is and 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 this is this is what's different about MCU Peter is they can't they don't Garfield and McGuire. Never they worked. They, they've never worked with anybody else. Yeah. They've never had somebody to, to to fly with, but he has. And so the youngest of them mm-hmm. is kind of imparting, "Hey, this is how we." He gets to be Peter number one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Garfield's Peter three. <laughs> which which is funny because there, there's a scene going into it where you know they're they're talking about all the cool things they fought, all the cool things they fought, and like Garfield's just like I fought a dude in a rhino suit. He's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, I'm not very cool. And, and McGuire's like, Hey, you're amazing. I want to hear you say it. you're amazing, which is hilarious because he was the amazing, he was Spider-Man. the amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Um. And and you know it, it was kind of fourth wall because typically his two movies are considered the weaker, which I don't. I, I think they're I, fine. I, I don't say I, that. I think it's funny that they called out the whole Tobey Maguire back issue. The Garfield like, ones were my back favorite. Issues and. They like, I'm gonna pop your back for you. Like, I just thought that was funny. Yeah, which they really... had an actual back issue in the filming of the movies. Is just oh, I didn't realize why... that. Yeah, in the third movie, he falls off. He actually did the stunt and he hit a car when okay. he had his web block. Yeah, and he actually hurt his back. Okay, in real life. And oh wow! So, so that's why they call out the back issue yeah. in the movie. So I think it's just kind of funny. Uh, it's actually one of the big reasons they didn't do the fourth movie. Yeah, I okay. I appreciate they did not ignore Spider-Man three. They could have. Yeah, but he does talk about finding an alien with black goo on him. Yeah, well, he didn't say anything about the fact that he wore the suit either. Yeah, um, he didn't talk about going emo at all. Yeah, didn't talk about his. I dark... wouldn't talk about it either. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't talk about his dark period, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> and so it just kind of you know gives Garfield validation that you know you're 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 one of us. You're you're just as good as one of us. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, and they fight and they they start fixing everybody. And then, and then Jamie Fox, you know, man, I wish I, I was I was sure you were going to be black, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you're you're poor. You so help there's got to be a black black Spider Man. There's got to be a black Spider Man somewhere. Yeah. Garfield's like, yeah, yeah, there probably is. <laughs> probably, <laughs> we'll see uh, him in the next movie. Yeah, I don't. I I I wonder if they. I don't know. I doubt Sony brings Miles in live action. I don't yet. see why they wouldn't. I bet you they will eventually. I I, th- I think once Spider Spider Verse has to run its course first. I think before they they could they could run Spider Verse forever. Yeah, I mean it's just a cartoon. Because I mean they do have an animated TV show that has all of them in it. Yeah, Spider Friends. Spidey and his yeah Spidey friends, Spidey and his friends, or something like that. Yeah, Um, he's Spin. 
in that one. They don't call them because they're neither of them are Spider Man. It's spite. It's Spidey and Spin. It's, it's I think Kid No, I I don't know how they land on Spin. You, like you hear him talk about it, they're like we both can't be Spider Man. Yeah, or something like that. And uh, he becomes Spin. And then Ben Riley shows up and says he's in violation of copyright laws. <laughs> yeah, to a bunch of to a bunch of kids. Um, so then uh, at the at the end of it. Uh, Osborne shows up. Yeah, Osborne shows up, blows up the box. Yeah. So now there's no there's no uh end it now button. Nope. No. And so 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 Strange goes up to the top so the, the and the and somehow spell, Strange how did, spells unleashed. How did Strange open up the portal? Did, did Ned, Ned opened accidentally up opened it? Uh-huh. And to the mirror. He couldn't close it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that was opened, a different yeah, portal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He opened up the portal. It's he was trying up. to get out of there again. Yeah. Um Or Strange no, Strange got out. He got to the Grand Canyon somehow. Well, well he was suspended above the Grand Canyon. Yeah, he was. That's where he was. Yeah, but and, and in the portal universe, and Ned opened a portal, and Doctor Strange walked through. Okay. Yeah, um, and and Strange is, you know, he's surprised that Peter's actually able to do what he was said he was. He said he was going to do. Um, so he's going to he's going to try to try to punch the box. It gets destroyed, and so now he's trying to contain all the yep. the rifts that's opening up. The curse and is unleashed. Like I, once we get home video, you know. You kind of want to go back and start I saw, seeing. I saw the normal Rhino costume up there. I uh-huh. saw a Craven, which you already know Craven's coming. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's, there's a. I'd like. I need to watch it again just so I can kind of focus. See in who on all some the white silhouettes that were coming, yeah. coming in through the, through the fissures. Because um, you know, like somebody they've never shown still in MCU stuff is Felicia. You know, black. Yep. Uh, yeah. So I feel like maybe that's somebody we do see in the MCU. Didn't going they forward. allude to her in one movie? Though? She was in three, I think Spider-Man three, but she never shows up as black cat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I just think that we need to, you know, we'll see something with that going forward. Cause you know, she's been a love interest as well. Yeah. So maybe that's something that's going to conflict with him in the future. So. Or maybe that's what, maybe they go with an Andrew movie and he finally, he, that's, that's his, that's his love interest. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, it's just kind of you know. There's still a lot of those other characters like that that we haven't seen yet. So yeah, and then maybe Tom Holland finds Gwen Stacy and just moves on. Once, once him and Zendaya's real life relationship dissolves, <laughs> it is. It does make you wonder. Like, are they? You know, you wouldn't think that they were going to totally like get rid of those characters, right? But at the same time, they could. Yeah. You know, at this point, but there's always been there's always been rumors of bringing Ned in as the Hobgoblin. I believe this is also the first time that they've talked about her actually having the last name Watson. Yes, they haven't. She doesn't. She doesn't go by it. Yeah, she doesn't go by this movie. Um, And and is actually Mary Jane. And then while they're in the science lab, you know, she's Michelle Jones Watson. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Ned asks Toby McGuire, "So, what about your best friend?" He's like, "Yeah." He keeps like trying not to do anything with them because he's like, I don't, I don't want to turn against you and then yeah. die. <laughs> yeah, I love that part where, he, right where he says, I'll, I'll, "I won't ever turn against you and become a bad guy." Andrew Garfield's like, because <laughs> <laughs> both of them had that happen to yeah. them. Yeah, <laughs> you know, how much of that is like setting up? Like he's totally going to turn into Hobgoblin. You know, it also feels like he's going to be some kind of a magic user. So I don't know. But it's kind of an interesting magic you know, hobgoblin. Yeah. So it, it bears to mind. What do you think MJ and Ned actually remember? Emotion, like. Well, here's the thing, though, right? Everybody still knows who Spider-Man is. Yeah. So does that mean that they remember being through that all that action? And they were just. But with, they don't even know each other. 
because of, because they never knew. They Peter, didn't forget about Spider Man. They, they forgot other. about Peter. Yes, but because of that relationship with Peter, now they're not even friends. He was just a customer in her coffee shop. Oh, that's true. No, but they talk about they they know each other are going to MIT. That's it. Yeah, so that she just saw he had a shirt on. They're, they they could be. I mean, they're probably still schoolmates. Correct. I think they still yeah. know each other, but they yeah. don't. They're not. They they're don't not, have that not same friendship anymore. Yeah, because there would have been no reason for them to hang out if it wasn't been for Peter. Well, they were both at the same clubs, but she was a loner. That's true. So, so well, but it doesn't. It didn't change who they developed into. Yeah, it just their relationships didn't change. So somehow they just know they're still friends. Yeah, I I didn't get that from the from that scene. I I felt like they were still friends, and I, I like I felt like. Even though they didn't know who Peter was, they still had the imprint of the emotional impact that he left on them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I that's what, that. that's what she felt. Because, um, like I said, it's not like they have amnesia about what happened. Because, like, well, at the same time though, Doctor Strange said it, it'd be like he had never existed. So it, that's it, gonna that's so, gonna so, impact stuff. To me, to, well, to me, it's like they still remember all the like. It's like you still remember the event, but you can't remember why it happened. Well, that there was a, there was a whole it. thing. In the comics, after his his kind of like he would take his mask off and nobody could actually recognize his face. Yeah, like, they're doing that in uh, Daredevil right now. Uh, someone hypnotized the whole world to forget that Matt Murdock was Daredevil. Daredevil, and so when Kingpin looks at his Daredevil files, the pages are just blank. Yeah, he yeah, can't, he can't read them. So maybe that's that's what it is. Is they re- they remember. Maybe it's like a deja vu feeling. It's like, sure I know that face, ex- but I don't know they'll why. They'll have to explain yeah. it in some way, shape, or form going forward. But I, at the end, I think a lot of this is going to directly affect what we're going to see with Doctor Strange. Yeah. So. so, so basically, Peter makes the makes the sacrifice. He's pretty much giving up his life. Yes. So that everything can be. And I tell you what, my daughter was so heartbroken. She's like, "They better make another movie, and they better make it right." <laughs> <laughs> She was like, he promised. He promised he was going to tell her, and he didn't tell her. She's so <laughs> mad. And I was like, but he saw that she was safe. He she, saw that Band-Aid on her well, head. Well, yeah, he, it he doesn't was, hurt anymore. She was safe. Well, Amanda and I were talking about that on the way home from the movie. He was like, that's the most Peter Parker decision I've ever seen. Yeah. Just him pu- putting his loved ones ahead of what he wants. Yeah. yeah. Well, But then it goes back to, you know, even with the Tobey Maguire stuff, it's like, okay, I see what you're doing there. But you're not letting anybody else have their own choice, and it becomes like a very selfish act. Yeah, in the same way. Yeah. Right? So it's just kind of like, well, and and Toby says, you know, it eventually it, it works out, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. He he gets his MJ. He he's able. He's like it. It's taken a lot of work, but but I I got yeah. there. Yeah, I mean, and, yeah. and right. even in the comics, they've they've reached a point where they can make the relationship work because yeah, both. Him and MJ understand what it's like to have yeah. Spider that, that he, power. He yeah. spins off to work, and she sits on the couch weird. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> we're going to go in Campbell covers now. Yeah, weird awkward poses. It would be cool to see them do another uh, Toby movie, like set way in the future. They have a kid. They get to do Spider Girl. I would just like. I would just yeah. love if like. <laughs> Like in a movie, they do a scene, and he comes home, and she's just sitting on the couch weird. He's like, "Why are you sitting? (laughs) Why are you pulling your shirt down like that? What's happening right now?" (laughs) That would be fantastic. It'll never happen, but it would just be awesome. Um, So, so yeah, and 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 insane. Um, But it's like you said, they they have not 
and and I mentioned this earlier. I don't see right now. I, I it feels like we're at the beginning of phase one still, where mm-hmm. we're just setting up all these seeds, right? Yep. But we haven't found the connective tissue, like. We're setting multiverse seeds. Correct. This whole uh-huh. year has been about, okay, yeah, multiverse is here, but we're still not even giving you a clue on how, how they, any of it makes sense. Yeah, how it all attaches together. And yeah. well, um, I, I, I think they were doing trying to do two things with this movie because, you know, it's still – it still was leading into that multiverse timeline, but I think I really think this was Sony setting up what Sony's going to do, right? Uh, because they want to work up to a Thanos level villain with like um, Null or Null or something, yeah. and they have enough Spider characters to do a Spider to do a whole Avengers type setup with a Spider team up, and they can use Garfield now instead of Holland, or they can use whoever they can use Garfield. Of- they can use McGuire. They can uh, they, they can Holland. cast a Miles. They can cast a Ben Riley. They can cast a new Ghost Spider. Yeah. There's tons of Spider characters that they can bring into their universe. Yeah, yeah. noir and and all that. Yeah, the animated twenty ninety nine, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, so we get our first, we get our mid credit scene, and like we said, it's it's Tom Hardy at a beach bar with with uh, Danny Rojas. If you watch Ted Lasso, yeah, it's just explaining. What's been happening in the MCU? Yeah, which is interesting because now he's going to go back to wherever he's at with all of that knowledge. Yeah, so that's going to be kind of weird. So do you think he put, he he next time he he lets Venom come out, Venom's just got a white spider on his chest because? Or maybe not even that, but maybe he gets to the point where in his world he goes and finds his Peter Parker. Yeah, so we have another one. Yeah, so I mean, because he's not in his world anymore, he's it, in the the Sony verse. It's Chris Pine. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be all right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or uh, or Jake uh, Jake Johnson. Uh, so I, I, I know that, that that scene kind of was frustrating a little bit because you're like, he's there and back. I mean, it's just it's yeah, just a it, hobbit yeah. tell. Like, what's happening? I don't know. So my you you said earlier that you, I I think the spell took him away because he he faded away just like everybody else did. I, don't, I mean, it could be the spell, it could not be, but I think if it was the spell, the symbiote wouldn't have stayed behind. Yeah, that was weird. So I, I think that's what makes that a different something else. Yeah, because well, that's what because um, Sylvie and Loki broke the multiverse in their thing. Yeah, and then Spider Man completely separately also broke it in his. But at the same time, from Sylvie and Loki's perspective, I mean, these all this stuff all, happens at the same time. These could all be Nexus events that we're just seeing in all these different shows, right? right. Which are just different branches that have happened, right? Right. Yeah. So I, 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 but I don't think if it was the spell, the symbiote would have got left behind. That's kind of what's weird for me. Because yeah. everything would have gone back. Yeah, it just kind of makes you wonder what what can be left behind. You know, like I think it was just a an easy way for like, them to backdoor venom like into them. When Electro faded away, his clothes went with him. His clothes were from this universe. Yeah, because you know? he he came in naked, and apparently the lizard went out naked because it never showed him past this. Yeah, he was just. He was just naked. Yeah. <laughs> One of my kids was talking about that. He, when they were saying, uh, we're going to cure that ass, <laughs> Levi was like, well, for the lizard, they really are because he's naked. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Now, yeah, because I, I don't think they put uh, Reese Siffins, who was lizard, I don't think they put him on camera. I think he was CG the whole time. 
He might have because you barely see him yeah. at all, yeah, and it's yeah. and it's usually like tight shots, and they're really quick. Yeah. So they nice. used his voice. Yeah. But I don't think they brought him in and actually put him on camera. Yeah, they may not have had a chance to because he may have been overseas or something. Yeah, he, he, just, he just recorded his voice. Or and they sent might not it. have had the budget for it because they. Well, I'm sure budget wise, they could have done whatever they well, wanted. Well, here's the thing: they did a lot of de aging with Willem Dafoe and Alfred Molina. Like, yeah. and uh, Willem Dafoe still adult. Yeah. Even with that. Yeah. So, um, Willem Dafoe's. Like, I could see the de-aging in Alfred Molina a little bit. Yeah. Like, you could kind of see the CG there. What they did with Willem Dafoe, they either did it really good or they didn't have to do as much. Yeah. Um, but he's kind of always had that older face, yeah, though. Yeah, well, yeah, I right? mean, because I looked at him and I go, like, I went and started watching the first Spider-Man movie again the other day, and I was like, okay, he actually does look a lot younger. Yeah. Because I always just felt like he looked like he was an older, older guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, you go back and watch it and look at that compared to now, and, he, okay, yeah, he does look quite a bit younger in this. So. Yeah. But you get I – mean, what was cool is if for the first time you got to see B, Green Goblin be a lot more athletic. Yeah. Yeah. And and stuff like that and, mm-hmm. and uh, in this and, one. like you know, Having somebody just beat up Spider-Man like that, you know, and you could see there towards the end he actually wasn't p- pulling punches either. But in that first scene where they're in the tower, the, Apartment the condos, you know, he, he was hitting them, but he wasn't hitting them probably as hard as he should have been. Yeah. Uh, and Green Goblin kicked his butt. So yeah, um, and then of course Doc Ock goes off, and Doc Ock has his kind of redemption story, yeah. right? Which yeah. was which was neat to see. You yes. never you never see, of course, you know the 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 first Spider Man universe, cinematic universe, mm-hmm. the Maguire verse, Maguire verse. Uh, you know he he definitely was not a product of his choices. It was right. an accident. I'll right? be I'll be honest. I was hoping just. Just a small part of me was hoping that Topher Grace would just show up to have like a, okay. like a, just a dumb moment. You it know what been, I mean? Uh, what they what they should have done is just had like uh, like something squish him. I don't know. No, <laughs> they, what would have been awesome? Just... What would have been awesome if he was the bartender? No, yeah. it, the, Happy should have been sitting in the apartment apartment watching that '70s show. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Yeah, something. Uh, I think it just would have been funny for Topher Grace just to show up, just to, just to be there. Yeah. I think uh, he would have done it. He seems like he's. Com, you know, calm enough for that. Yeah. <laughs> or it would be hilarious because they it? made they made fun of so many of the things that we make fun of. Yeah. What would be funny is if, like you said, you know, they don't go back to their universe if somehow, some way, like Octavius and Peter swap bodies. Uh, come superior. See, I think superior on screen would be so cool. Yeah. Um. But uh. But anyway, so we get past we get past to the end credits, and uh, there there's an after credits scene. Uh-huh. Only it's not a scene. It's a full blown. It was it was the it was the trailer for Doctor Verse and the Multiverse of Madness, which I wonder if we see it posted online probably here in the yeah, next few days. And, and I, you know, I think it's cool. I think we showed American Chavez a lot in this yeah, trailer, which she um, just. I agree with you. She seems out of place in in this genre. But I think we also sub-genre. see Elsa Bloodstone in there. Uh, but it's kind of hard to tell that it's her because there's a scene where you see Doctor Strange standing there in like a doorway. Yeah, you see yeah, yeah. American Chavez to his left, and you see a redhead to his right. But her hair's long. Yeah. And Wanda's isn't long right now. So I'm thinking that is Elsa Bloodstone, which it would make sense for her to be in a movie like this. But they really didn't show a close-up her face. It was like browsing up and red hair. I thought Wanda's was long. Hers was just kind of like braided up when it saw it. When he, but when I feel he... like if it was Wanda there, they would have shown her more. Yeah. So I just feel like we're, you know, maybe we're going to have more. I mean, they showed they showed freaking American Chavez like ten times in that trailer. I was like, "What's showing American well, Chavez?" Kind of, Nobody kind of, even cares. Kind of makes you, almost makes you wonder if they bring Clea in because Clea is now taking a bigger role in the comics. She's yeah. now the new Sorcerer Supreme in the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, 
which you know how I mentioned they added her to the Crisis Protocol game. I'm like, that's a weird character to add. Yeah, now you know why. And now, like, she just got an elevated position. So maybe that's also because she's getting a, v- a position somewhere in there too. That she's getting somewhere in the in the MCU. But yeah, America Chavez is kind of a weird addition to all. Yeah, that. and I know she's supposed to be showing up and being a brawler and all that kind of stuff in the TV series that are coming up. Yeah, I think she's even got her own announced at some point, but. Uh, it's just kind of like why 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 are you, the why are you there? <laughs> yeah. I mean, but it looks really really cool, and they also are bringing in the What If universe to live action. Is it that strange though? I feel like it is. I, I mean, he was. I mean, there's the. Yeah, uh, do you think? It would I mean, be we kind of talked about like that's the was the whole point of the What If show to see if this was worth doing in live action. Yeah, I mean, my thing I mean, if is... If it's all supposed to make sense, you got to pull from it well, for the live-action stuff, too. My thing is, at this point, he's still part of the Guardians of the Multiverse. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's his kind of place right now is is with the other Guardians of the Multiverse going into to what is Season 2. So it, that was kind of... I don't know. Maybe. Maybe he, he encroaches in that universe to to be with that universe's Christine since she lived. I'm not, I'm not sure. I have to go back and watch the, that episode because I feel like it's different Doctor Strange than what you're thinking. I mean, I'm thinking it's the Doctor Strange from his What If episode. The one that steals all the powers from the different demons. Yeah, that's what I feel like it is too. And gets locked in, yeah. Yeah. He's part of the Guardians of the Multiverse at the end. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I still feel like that's going to be, it's got to be something similar to that. Yeah. For him to be as dark and bad as apparently he is. Or something Mordo did. Yeah. I mean, that could it's be Mephisto. True. It's weird to see Mordo with so much hair. See an actor with so much hair. I and and, and what if was. that strange is the MCU's Mephisto? I mean, it could be. Like, it's, that is, that's Mephisto. He's been the one pulling strings. Because MCU Mephisto really doesn't have an origin story. He's just always existed. Yeah. yeah. Maybe an MCU, because MCU loves to just kind of use whatever tweak, they want. To tweak yeah. stuff and, yeah. and make, make it, it its own. And maybe that Doctor Strange is the MCU's... Mephisto. No. I don't know. I mean, he could be a demon because he's from a different dimension. <laughs> yeah. You know? Uh, who knows? Yeah. He's a greater demon of Zinch. Yes. Yeah. Nah, he'd be more Slanesh. Uh, he's a wizard, though. He's a wizard. He's a wizard. Yeah. He's very selfish. I, I don't want to get killed by some guy looking like Dungeons I, I think. I think. I think. <laughs> Jamie, Fox, like I love that they let Jamie Foxx kind of be him a little bit. I think yeah. that's great. Um, so one thing that I like, I think it, it's downplayed, but I think we'll we'll come into contrast once you see the after credit trailer. Now you start to, to contrast that. I just wish I need them to I need them to show that now so I can watch it a few yeah. times. Um, is that basically Peter can make the can make the choices that maybe Strange can't make. Like mm-hmm. Strange, you're, we're finding that he's very impulsive. Mm-hmm. That his ego has not completely gone away. His right. he had a huge ego as a surgeon. Yep. That that's still very much a part of him, and that he wants to be the best. He wants he wants to prove he's the best. Yeah, and and he will take risks like helping Peter. Just I can do that like that. Yeah, I'm I'm awesome. Mm-hmm. And then it goes wrong. Yeah. Right. Same thing with. I mean, it's the same ego that Iron Man had. Right. Yeah. yeah so. uh, but but we saw that in the what if too. Yeah. Like that. It was his ego. He, this. he can, can he this. can save Christine. Yeah. Right. And he can. And then he like I think that's I think that's that's really powerful for his character. And I think it sets up, you know, quite a bit. And because that that was 
that's his that's his flaw, right? Mm-hmm. Is is his ego. So um, going back a little bit because we haven't actually hit on this yet. Spider Man's new costume that he handmade. Ah, uh, yeah. So no, it's just perfect. Yeah, it's just finally we finally see blue. Yeah, for yes. the first vibrant, time. Vibrant, vibrant blue. Vibrant blue. That <laughs> well, they have not it was seen. like uh, the normal blue is not on sale, but we have this metallic shiny stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I know I've said this many times throughout our. Not I wish they would have given episode, us like a really clean look at it, though. I mean, they're yeah. really making sure we have to wait till the next movie to see it. But. but just throughout the entirety of every time we talk about Spider-Man, the further it gets away from him having to rely on Stark technology, the more I like Tom Holland Spider-Man. Yeah, and I think yeah. you know we're all the way there now. He's just got a spandex suit on. Yeah, he's Spider-Man. The only thing that was missing from everything that happened in that apartment complex is a camera. That was oh that yeah, he, he would. Yeah, it. they haven't touched anything about him being a photographer. Yeah. Here's my thing. Okay, and I think maybe they'll develop that because he's like, okay, I've got to figure out a way to make money. Maybe he just kind of yeah. stumbles upon. I the don't fact know. That he's good I don't. At it. I don't know that it makes sense to make him a photographer mm-hmm. because I would rather see them. But they'll have to the... figure out something to make him that now, broke kid that needs to make. Money. What I would figure out is would he go work for the Daily Bugle, knowing how much. See, I don't. J. Jonah Jameson jacked his life up. I don't know. I don't know that that would work in this setting. I do see that see him as the pizza boy. Yeah, yeah. And we've seen him do that with the other franchises as well. I, it, it is interesting to see where it's going to lead. See, I, I wonder. Goes. I would almost rather him. You know, it would. They'd have to do something to pull it off. Like maybe he meets Reed Richards, since we know that Fantastic Four is coming. But I'd like to see them take Tom Holland the Parker Industries route, and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's going to have a long way to go to get there because, I mean, unless there's another time jump, he's still got to finish high school, yeah. which he's halfway through because we saw at least Christmas break. Uh, well, he, and then he's, he's essentially college. finished. It's, uh, we saw the GED book. All he has to do is pass a test, and he's yeah, smart so, enough to just pass the test. And we already know he's super genius, but he's you know still going to go through school and whatever school that may be. Yeah. So we'll see the evolution of where that's going to yeah, go. Yeah, or he just yeah he just goes to work for a lab somewhere. Yeah, and it know. could be that. Yeah, what was that? The Horizon was Horizon. Horizon mm-hmm. was the one he goes to work for, but you know it very well could be whatever Reed Richards has, and then and then now he has another mentor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just he swings from mentor to mentor. He just needs some money so he can start Parker Industries, <laughs> and then bet. sell it to Beyond, and then Ben Riley comes back. You just want Ben Riley. I want Ben Riley. I want Scarlet Spider. I don't know if we'll ever see that in the MCU. That's just it. That's a whole other level of crazy. The Clone Saga. It's yeah. not that far off compared to what we've already seen, and it, it, Clones is not a very far leap from Aliens. I don't. I don't think it is. But I think it's. It's just a whole other level of of stuff that they would have to dive into. See, maybe, I, see, that's maybe what, years from now. I really think that they're going to do that. They're going to do these stories in the Sony stuff. I got it. Ben Riley's just a scroll that just decided to live his life as, as Peter, Peter Parker. Parker. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I really think I really think it, it would make sense for Sony to use the other Spider characters and just let because that way one exists in the MCU and one exists with all their yeah. other movies. And then if they want to do team ups, there's enough Spider characters for them to well, do. Well, we it. already know which one of this because Tony Toby McGuire was in the poster behind Morbius. That's why. That's Say what. In the Morbius trailer, the Morbius trailer, Toby McGuire's in the poster. Toby McGuire's Spider-Man. Oh, okay. And it's been that way forever. That is the that is the sole reason why I think they're setting it up this way. Yeah. And since they sent them all back to this one universe and not necessarily their separate universes. Huh. And we didn't see it, but who's to say that Vulture didn't get? Or that he's not the same character in both both places. Right. Which hold on, Vulture does know Peter Parker is Spider-Man. So what if the spell accidentally sent anybody else? 
there was well, a but it didn't. Well, send, it wouldn't have sent his friends and everybody else. There yeah, too. and everybody forgot. Who but we also theorized that maybe what happened in Loki is what sent Venom back. So maybe, maybe some people got sent for other multiverse reasons. Yeah, we'll find out soon enough. We will find out soon enough. I think we talked a long bit about Spider Man, and yep. we could probably. Keep going. We need to watch it again. Maybe we'll come back a second time and be like, all right, here we go. Here's what I saw on my second watch through. Um, but anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we will be back next week. Mm-hmm. We will do a we will do a podcast. Hawkeye finish. The Hawkeye finale podcast. Um, and maybe we'll we'll, we'll talk about Spider Man more. There's we don't probably, know. There'll probably be more. Um, and there maybe stuff announced next week too. Yeah. And then other Thursdays we'll have to kind of see how the holidays uh, kind of kind of kind of go anyway thank you so much for joining us and we'll catch you next time later bye